0: We had Jack Nico on this podcast recently, and he talked. He gave some really good advice for AEs who were handling the "now is not the right time" objection, which I think is increasingly common right now. He talked about how to stay top of mind and to be to sort of keep in contact without being pushy, but sort of nurturing them. When you're training and coaching SDRs, would your advice be to them? to handle the now's not the right time ab- objection that they're probably frequently facing?
1: Yeah, I think first and foremost, when people are coming back and saying, I'll go a step back. This is how what I'll say normally say to, to SDRs when I'm training them on the concept of understanding this objection is if you've got a list of, let's say 100 companies as a round number, of that list, you've probably got about 10% of them who are actually aware that they have a problem and want to actually do something about that. For you to break into those 10% and book a meeting, you need to then not just have identified them and put them in your list, you also need to send them really good messaging. right? So that And that's just that 10%. So let's say you've done that, you've sent them great messaging, you've got the 10%, and that's great. Now you've got the next 30% of people who... Might have a problem, but they're not ready to do anything about it now they're the people that I would call your not right nows so the ten percent are your yeses the other ones are your not right nows they're going to be a yes only if you send them good messaging the not right nows are what I would call your future quota Sure your like compound interest if you're you know if you think about it from an investment perspective now with that group of thirty percent or thirty out of every hundred accounts you're going to get The typical objection, maybe on calls or emails, now's not, you know, now's not the right time or timing off uh, how, you know, they'll say it in all kinds of weird and wonderful ways. Uh, First and foremost, like it's a, such a simple question, but whenever I get come up against that, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to think about qualifying them on, okay, when is the right time then? If I'm going to put in, if I'm going to put in effort to nurture you, because I'm going to want to put in a lot of effort to nurture you, if you are worth it, I'm not just going to put you in an automated sequence is my view, then I'm going to qualify them on it. Okay, so tell me when would be the right time, right? So if it's July now, maybe September. All right, September's the right time. Great. What's going to change between now and September that's going to make that a better time for us to actually have this conversation? Okay, so for me, the typical one is we're going through a hiring period right now. So we will then want to train them. I'm like, right tick now you're going to have a a training problem which is something I can solve so I'm just thinking about okay are they mentioning some you know they're in a situation that then leads up to this or are they going to say something along the lines of budgets are frozen right now but afterwards we're going to be realigning budgets to solve this problem I'm qualifying them on the problem not on the time frame So the time frame is important, but I want them to. I want to dig out. Okay, are you actually going to look at the problem or not? That's what I'm going to train the rep on to be thinking about. Is what are the problems you can solve, and then how do you draw them out that they're going to be looking at those problems in that time frame? And it's often just asking a couple more questions to draw it out. Whereas what most reps will do is, yeah, so September, cool. I'll send you an invite for September. Phone down, and then you're like, ah. just lost that person obviously you have to do that a few times to learn right and that's okay but now i've now let's say i've now qualified that person within these you know these 30 accounts or whatever or well, this 30 percent, i'm now going to tell them okay what i'm going to do in terms of the actions i'm now going to take from now to september so that they remember me i'm going to say something like okay i'm not going to bombard you but every two to four weeks i'll send you something useful the way that I'll do that is, you said hiring's your problem right now, so I'll send you some stuff that can help you with your hiring problem or your right now problem. Right, that'll build trust with you that I can help you. So after that, I'm going I don't want to say the trust bit, but then I'll then I'm gonna then I'll send you some stuff that can help you with training. All right, I'll book the next step. I'll book the next step in, and we'll have that conversation there. So. Even my follow-up afterwards and the way that I'm communicating to the person over that period of time is I'm going to help you with all of your problems. And the step that SDRs can do in the best SDRs I see, they don't just disqualify the problems that the person they're speaking to has now. They aim to help them with those problems, even if their product can't help them because they're focused on building trust with the prospect. And it's an amazing opportunity to build that trust relationship early so when it comes to the next problem that you can solve bingo they know shabri they know chris so they're gonna be like right they helped me with the hiring thing so they should be able to help me with this next one